Hello, and welcome to the Fearless Storyteller Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Freckleton. Have you ever noticed how fear stops us from creating and sharing our best work? Join the Fearless Storyteller as we explore the heart and soul of writing stories, songs, and scripts that sell with the people who write them. Each guest has their own unique hero's journey and insights into the intersections between limiting beliefs and success. Today's episode of The Fearless Storyteller is a special impromptu celebration of creating writing habits, and we're going to get really specific and laser-focused in talking with our guest, Ira Heineken, who's a writer, podcaster, editor, and screenwriter, um, specifically about tools and ideas and mentality and approaches for finding the resolve to write um, despite anxiety or doubt or imposter syndrome. We're going to get into creating a writing routine, habit stacking, um, managing our time, energy, and capacity, or just dealing with our limited capacity and still being able to have a daily writing habit. And stay tuned for the end. I'm going to give you a special offer as well. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Ira. How you doing, man? Hello, Ethan. I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm great. You know, learn how to improvise in the moment. Uh, this was going to be a Facebook we, Live. Yes, but, we do. <laughs> but, but here um, we are on audio. Here we are on audio only. On audio Zoom. is my, that is my preferred medium anyway. Zoom.us. That's, that's right. Brought to you by Zoom. <laughs> so Ira, um, you're an author, you're a podcaster, you're a creative type. Yes. You, you've written screenplays and you really like to go deep inner nerd on this inner journey of yours. And I'm excited to talk uh, with you. Yes. To, uh, to, to make an understatement. Yes, I do. <laughs> I've described it to my parents as a great obsession of life, I think. Yeah. And um, for our stream benefit, is it all right if we shut down your video? I oh, yeah. Bandwidth. I'm going to stop it there. And there we go. Totally cool. Fine. Cool, man. So, you have a podcast called Film School Podcast, and you've been correct, and it's super awesome. And you've been having these little side episodes where you talk about your own personal creative processes with your co-host. Yes, and you know, NanoRimo's coming up. There's a lot of people, you know, including people who may be listening, who've been aware that there's a National Novel Writing Month and have maybe even started on it before, but never finished the project. <laughs> yes. Does that sound relatable yes. to you? Oh, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about that. Like, Yeah. I, so I haven't, I haven't done nano. Well, well, first of all, thank you so much for the kind words about the podcast. Hmm. Um, I'm absolutely chuffed as the English would say to have you uh, <laughs> among our audience. Um, number two, NaNoWriMo. I have not actually done NaNoWriMo specifically myself mm. before, mm. Um, but I am a big believer in its tenets and philosophy, um, you know, of, of chipping away and getting, getting work done. Because at the end of the day, something doesn't really exist unless it's done, you know, unless right. you can finish it, right? right. Uh, and number three, the struggle to finish work is constant. Mm. Um, I have finished work 
And I have also have projects that I've never finished. Right. Um, and I struggle with the fear of not finishing every day. Mm. <laughs> so yes. And it doesn't is, go away, right? Yeah. And it, right. It, that Exactly. That's exactly kind of the point that I was driving at, which is um, it's not one mountain um, that I have been able to scale and then just stand up there and look, you know, look across the valley of my amazing accomplishments and be like, I did it. This is mm. done. I have conquered mm. this mountain. Mm. I never have to you know, do this whole climbing thing again. Um, right. I definitely feel like I have to climb that mountain, not only with each project I work on, but uh, every day. So it sounds like you're continually climbing. And and so what have you learned about that process, about yourself as far as like starting and then like continuing? Yeah, it's, um, I, I've always been pretty good at starting projects. I, I know that there's been, I've heard a lot of advice over the course of my um, creative life that starting is the most important thing. And maybe it is, maybe it is for other people, but I've always been pretty good at starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Uh, it's uh, to, to me, the thing that I focus the most on is um, finishing and the way that I have learned that I finish something is by breaking it up into small manageable pieces mm-hmm. so that my anxiety, I deal with a lot of anxiety. I would say the thing that holds me back the most or that I struggle with the most mm. um, and have to manage the most in my creative life is my anxiety. Mm. Um, and one of the tools that I have found, one of the many, but one of the tools that I have found to manage that anxiety is breaking things up into a process. Mm. into um, little small bits and pieces um, and then focusing on those small individual pieces and attacking those each, you know, each, each day or each session or whatever it is. Yeah. And and it's been very helpful for me. And do those goals, because, you know, thinking in the context of a writing habit or a project habit, Mm -hmm. there's kind of two approaches, right? There's one, I set us, I set aside a certain time box every day Mm -hmm. and whatever happens, happens versus I'm going to sit in this chair until I accomplish the specific little chunk of work. Yeah. Very well said. That resonates with me a lot um, because I've actually done both. Hmm. Um, concrete example of how I wrote my first book, um, was I set myself a very small, simple goal of writing three pages each day. Hmm. And, And I had a target for how long I wanted that book to be. Um, and I made sure that I adjusted my font size and my formatting so that I knew that each page represented a certain amount of words and that I knew that once I got to around 300 pages, mm-hmm. I was going to have a full book. And mm-hmm. from there, once I had that figured out, I just focused on three pages a day. Great. Um, and if I did that for 100 days, I'd have a book. And it was like, like realizing that, Ethan, kind of blew yeah. my mind. That, right. It right. blew my mind. It was like, oh my God, like I can write an entire book in a hundred days. That's nothing. That's three months plus a little bit. Like yeah. that's, yeah. even I can do that. Even and I can do that. <laughs> even even I can do that. You know, <laughs> little old me with all of, all of my issues and, and busy schedules and multiple jobs and right. all of that. Even, even I can do that. But Ira... Um, but Ira, isn't even the aren't 
even those first three pages hard? Um, or aren't they, they like can, they can be? So okay, so that leads me to part two. But it, they can be. Mm. Um, I am um, for that first book. Mm. The answer to that question was no. Um, mm. And were there at times in the process where it was difficult to write those three pages? Yes, mm. but I already had an outline for the book that I wanted to write because it mm. was going to be a script project. Mm. Um, and I had developed that with a friend. Um, although it was my idea and the outline that I fleshed out was much more detailed, which is to say it was a story. I chose that story, um, not because I wanted it to be my magnum opus, mm -hmm. um, but because it was very clear inside right. my head mm. what I was going to write. And I don't, I, I wish I had been paying closer attention, um, getting myself to that point where the story was super clear, because that would have helped me for what I've been going through recently, mm. which is the second book um, has been, was very not clear <laughs> to me. Mm was very unclear. And I really struggled with the idea of just sitting down and writing three pages a day um, mm. because the story was not clear. I didn't know, I didn't know um, emotionally where I was going with the story. Um, I had a really hard time connecting. Mm. Uh, there were a lot of other factors too that just really ramped up that anxiety that we mm. were talking about. Yeah. And I've had to try a different bag of tricks. Okay. Um, to get through that, um, something as simple as setting myself a page count or a word count each day hasn't mm. been enough. Mm. So what is? Yeah. So it, um, you mentioned uh, kind of the other side of that spectrum, which right. is blocking out time. Right. Um, and not focusing on the word count or the page count. And I am proof positive that that is also completely valid. Um, because that is been, that has been the only thing that has been working for me over the past several months. I'm finally turning a corner on the second book. Um, and again, among other, many other things that I've used to manage my anxiety, mm. um, of the, of the very, very helpful tool that I found has been just block out the time, Ira. Don't worry about how much work gets done in that time. Right. Just do the work and the right. pressure release that that has taken off of my shoulders mm. um, that I was putting on my shoulders to when I was, you know, using word counts, but the story just wasn't clear and working. Yeah. That pressure release has made all the difference. Wow. And I'm yeah. starting to make progress, a lot of progress. I'm 130 pages in on this project now of good words. That's exciting. Um, so yeah, I, for me personally, both of those methods um, have proven, depending on the context and where I am at, mm. to be very, very helpful and yeah. useful. So, so how, how, how much time or conversely, how little time is enough? Man, that's a very good question because I think that that's a very personal question. Um, when I was feeling very, very, very overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. Um, I decided to strip things back, um, all the way <laughs> to, mm. to zero. Um, and I focused on cultivating other things, uh, addressing, um, some other areas of my life, um, that were not helping the writing, uh, things like going to therapy, 
mm-hmm. uh, things like a doubling down on my education mm-hmm. um, and um, asking for help um, from fellow storytellers and editors and that sort of thing. Right. Um, I've um, concretely scaled that up to the point where my goal is for Monday through Friday to work for um, two full writing sessions uh, each day, which right now is uh, 15 minutes of meditation and 30 minutes of writing. Uh So two sessions of 45 minutes. Um, And I'm really comfortable or getting comfortable in that space right now. And I'm going to allow myself to feel that comfort for a little while before I push out and stretch that a little further. Uh, But let me tell you, I can get a crap ton done in just an hour worth of keyboard time a day so that's that's key so what's happening during the meditation that's that's letting that 30 minutes be effective use of time yeah so that's another tool that i use to manage my anxiety um and that was introduced to me um Actually, I don't know when it was first introduced to me, but more, most recently, because I've meditated before writing sessions before, um, but this time around, and it's stuck, mm. was uh, my therapist and I were doing that before my therapy sessions. And I was just noticing the physical effect that it has on my body as well as the, I can just feel, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a big mm. time talker. I feel like my brain is... <laughs> running oftentimes at a mile a minute Mm. um and meditation i could just feel almost like it was a waveform like feel the waveform change in Mm. my brain Mm. to just be slower um and more calm and more focused and that is what i'm doing with uh with meditation before my writing is to get my brain into a point where it's slowing down that's exciting and does it does it also help with like say you know working a day job and being tired and not having energy 100 capacity so it does it helps you recharge some of that battery or capacity yeah it, it 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 just slows everything down Mm. Um, and I, I actually know, um, I, I know that it's really, um, working Mm. like I'm going to have a really good writing session. If I actually do find myself drifting off a bit, Mm. um, it's only 15 minutes of meditation and the first probably 10 minutes of that I'm hyped. Um, (laughs) so if I'm drifting off, it's really only probably for a couple minutes. I do guided meditation. Cool. Um, like a recording or something. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Cause it helps me drop down in and then helps me come back up out. Right. And if I, if you know, you were talking about tired or whatever, um, if I'm drifting during meditation, it's because I'm tired, but it also puts me in a place energy wise that is very being tired. That is very conducive to creativity for Mm -hmm. me. At mm-hmm. the very least, in small bursts. I'm not saying if I'm exhausted that I'm going to go try to write for two or three hours. No. That is a recipe for disaster. No, but you're but talking about 30 of, minutes. Yeah, yeah. but in terms of these little spurts that I've found to be very productive, mm. um, being tired sometimes <laughs> is not a bad thing, um, mm. for me at least. Because? Because of, that ener- because of the energy state that is I am most creative in which is flow state and the flow state for me is not a high energy. It's not a high energy, anxious state. Yeah. It is much, it is much more grounded, much deeper, much 
lower you know, longer waveforms brainwaves right. you know and, and does that does that correlate them to getting better words or it 100 percent, it does mm. yes that's super exciting it sounds like and so so you're making the sound achievable ira are there any like other buts about this like like the the butt is um the but is that it's always going to be difficult to sit mm. down um, for me. Um, um, maybe not always, um, but it, over the over the span of my life as a whole is mm-hmm. what I mean by that. There are always going to be times, um, and it may be the rule for me rather than than the exception, that it's going to be difficult to sit down and write. Mm. But what I have found. Um, with this new sort of protected bubble that I've created for myself and my writing mm. is that I is that I do crave and need it and I do look forward to it even if resistance is always going to be pushing back mm. against me um, that I've really come to value my writing time as this protected magical sacred alone time mm. that I have to dive into my own world. Um, and that's become really, really special to me. And that feels important um, in terms of me connecting with my work. Because yeah. it's also not just about writing the words, Ethan, as I found out. I've, I've written this book, this book that I've been working on, I've written twice. Hmm. And it hasn't worked both those times. And that frustration of putting out words and doing all the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing hmm and still not having a product that I just knew was a mess because I never connected with it. That was the only thing Mm. that got me, has gotten me really to a point where I thought about quitting. It was, that was very dark. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like the journey that I'm going on right now of refortifying my process to be something that is producing words I connect with is almost like the thing cool that, for me to be focusing on that sounds huge and you know i know we don't have a lot of time so when it, maybe we do we'll, i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> I, but thank you for fitting it in so quickly okay. I really so I, I, you know i just well maybe that. maybe link this so we're talking about writing where there's a goal and mm-hmm. and the goal is to create a product and i don't think that everybody's going to connect with like for a variety of reasons, whether or not because not comfortable, don't have the craft, or it's just not the intention to make it a project. So that motivator may not be there. But you're mm-hmm. talking about this protected bubble and like and, and it being deeply meaningful in the space you're creating. And I heard you talk about this on your podcast, and I just wanted to invite this into the conversation. How you think about like anchors or anchoring a habit or something you want to do and creating a space to do it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And, um, I, um, I, I realized that I didn't have a writing habit, Mm. um, particularly for my creative writing. I started a writing habit years ago with journaling that Mm. I have kept up now. It's going to be next week in six days. It'll be six years. Holy cow. Of writing, yeah, of writing a journal blog entry um, like every day. Every, every day. Mm. And um, I find I found so much value out of checking in with myself and um, 
my day and what I was doing and just marking the time by doing a journal entry every day. Mm. Um, and what I, what, what, what has kept me going with that for as long as it has, mm. has been the fact that it became a habit mm. and I had attached that habit habits, you know, um, again, we're short on time, but I, I can't remember what the book is, but there's a, there's a book or a philosophy behind the structure of how we form habits. Sure, there's, the there's, a few, there's a few, there's a few, there's a and habit stacking and, and yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And I, I think what I'm, what I'm doing was kind of, was essentially habit stacking or the idea of that we have triggers in our life, mm, right? We have triggers, yeah. like things that we do every day that we right. have to do every day. Like we right. have to get up or we have to go to sleep or we have to, you know, if we have a job then we're doing a drive or a, not a drive, it's a commute. Like there are, there are structures in our life yeah. that we can attach tasks that may otherwise be difficult to do. Yeah. We can attach those tasks to those habits. And so I had attached going to sleep, you know, my nighttime routine of taking the dogs out and brushing my teeth and, you know, getting ready for bed. I'd attached writing a journal entry to that, mm. you know, to that routine or, um, and it formed a habit because of that. Mm. Um, and just very recently I decided that I wanted a creative writing habit because mm. I find that the more time I spend away from my creative projects, the more time it takes me to drop into them and mm -hmm. get good work done out of them. And so I was seeking to try and narrow that gap a bit by at, if at least just for a few minutes to reaching out and engaging with my project mm. creatively that I was working on. And so, um, in addition to writing my blog entry now, I also, um, have started doing 10 minutes, just 10 minutes mm. of either brainstorming or writing new words or whatever with my creative project. And again, it is astounding to me mm. how much work I can get done in that tiny amount of time. Right. So and it works for me because I'm going to um, I'm going to bed at that point, and again, my energy level is dropping. Things in my head are slowing down. Yeah. Um, it's been a good time for me to attach that um, that habit right. uh, to form that habit. And so it's it been sounds, working really sounds like well. in all of these, really, the only expectation is that you've you've linked it to something that you're always going to do, which is going to bed. <laughs> you know, maybe it was yes. brushing your teeth as a trigger, whatever it is. And there's no right. no other expectations other than you're going to do it. Exactly. Yes, that I'm going to just be there, and whatever I get done in those yeah. ten minutes is what I get done. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's been bite-sized and it's been working so far it's been helpful so far that's great well ira i know we're we're, we're doing the time it's been such a pleasure to yeah. connect and i think there's a lot of good tidbits in there and so i hope so you're the author of star stuff and the host of correct host yeah. of film school and two guys one trek my favorite title yes there. <laughs> yes that's our star trek podcast cool. and how do people... my, my co-host by the name is by the way his name is josh McClenny. He's a filmmaker awesome. and a wonderful guy. Cool. And how do we find you? I'm at iraheineken.com. Um, my name is pronounced like the beer, but not spelled like the beer. However, mm -hmm. I also registered the near miss. So if you type in IRA and then spell out Heineken the beer, it will forward you to the right, <laughs> That's the right fantastic. website. That's fantastic. Yes. yes. Great. Sounds All right, Ira. Well, thank you so much. And I'll let you get back to your work day. Thank you for having me, Ethan. 
Um, and I hope it was helpful. Absolutely. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ira. Um, we attempted to get a Facebook Live going for your convenience, but fell short of that due to, well, shouldn't practice when you do it for the first time unless you're open to failing, and I did, but we had a very good conversation, and I'm happy to share it. Um, I wanted to share some closing thoughts. Um, one is just to reiterate, if you're going to do a writing challenge, I would invite you to decide ahead of time what feels more achievable. Is it having a little time box of time that you can keep sacred? 15 minutes? 30 minutes? 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is that feels right to you, that feels achievable, that like, oh my gosh, I can't do this for 30 days or forever. Um, or pick a word count. Maybe something that feels more achievable than time is saying, I'm going to write a minimum of 200 words a day, which is not a lot. I think the average writing speed for somebody who's not filtering or ed editing themselves is probably around... 800 to 1200 words an hour. So 200 words, probably around 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I've written as many as 600 words in a 15 minute thing, time span when I'm not thinking about it, not feeling the pressure and just in that flow state that Ira talked about. Um, and then just a note on deadlines and goals. You know, how long does it take to write 300 words? You know, I was thinking about this this morning when I was going for a walk, and what I thought of was I've been a songwriter for a long time and developed my craft over the years and really dialed it down to I can write a song as fast as I need to. But it doesn't mean that I'm writing more songs or writing more often. In fact, what I find is that if I have an hour deadline to write a song, it takes me one hour to write a song. If I have a four hour window in my day to get a song written, I'm gonna write one song in four hours. I'm not gonna write four songs. And if I have a week to get the song done, a deadline just to get that first draft, it takes me a week to write that song. I'm just sharing like vulnerably, like I'm not amping it up and overperforming. Um, and this should say it a different way. The habit is, tied to the deadline. So whatever that is for you, give yourself a time box or a goal. Um, and whatever you pick, like if you pick something that has you writing 300 words a week, that's what you're going to end up with. And if that feels good and that's a victory, that's good enough. But if you want to be writing 1200 words a week, 1500 words a week, maybe you need a daily goal, not a weekly goal. If you need to write a thousand words in a day, if you're doing NaNoWriMo, the calculation to complete and win NaNoWriMo is 1,670 words a day. I completed the challenge once. I did it for the first time I wrote a novel. I didn't finish the novel in that time, but I did hit 50,000 words, which is the goal to win. You either finish your novel or finish 50,000 words. And... It was fun. It was enjoyable and getting to prove to myself that I can do it, that I can write 1,670 words a day, even when it looked like I was falling behind. That was motivating. But I had already found, leading up to that, 
tools for managing my time, my energy, my capacity to write, or just finding the willingness to write anyways, even if I'm tired, exhausted, I think my words are going to be crap, they're going to be awful, I don't even know what I'm going to be writing about, I don't know what the scene's about, just did it. And it was a lot of fun, it was fulfilling, and you don't have to make that your goal. Your goal can be whatever you want. You don't even have to do NaNoWriMo. You could have a one-week challenge that every day I'm going to write 300 words or every day I'm going to write for 15 minutes. You don't even have to make a product. You can create a habit, create something that feels good for yourself because at the end of the day, that's why we're doing it. Whether we're writing professionally or just for ourselves, we're doing something that makes us feel good about ourselves and makes us believe in ourselves gives us a sense of meaning and fulfillment and value. So if you're listening to this, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit with this and sit with me and sit with Ira. And as my gift to you for listening to this, I want to invite you to join me for a success story breakthrough session to help you move forward so that you can start and finish your first writing project, whether it's for fun, creative play, or to turn it into something that maybe you're going to sell or pitch to somebody. So how does that sound? When you say yes, we'll spend 30 minutes working together to help you get a crystal clear idea about the one thing you can do right now that's going to help you gain and keep momentum. At the end of the session, we'll check in about whether continuing to work together could serve you. And I want you to know, sincerely, there's no pressure to continue with me. And I'm not even going to invite you to work with me unless I think I can really help you and you feel the same way. Does that sound good? Again, I'm offering you a free gift, 30 minutes of my time, to help you do that one thing that's going to get your writing habits started. That's going to help you find the resolve to write. Whether it's starting tomorrow or the next day, this week, or for NaNoWriMo, whatever it is. Sound good? You can start now by emailing me, ethan at ethanfreckleton.com, which I'll post in the discussion and any episode notes. Again, E-T-H-A-N at E-T-H-A-N-F-R-E-C-K-L-E-T-O-N.com. I'll also include a convenient booking link where you can just click and pick from my calendar and pick something that's mutually good for us, and we'll spend 30 minutes together where I'm just supporting you and giving you whatever you need, the space you need to find that one thing that's going to get you going. So, are you ready to take the next step and find the resolve to write? If so, this could be your moment to begin your success story. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Fearless Storyteller. As a reminder, any and all links can be found in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, will you please consider leaving a review? By doing so, you'll be helping new listeners discover the Fearless Storyteller podcast.